Welcome to the conversation at airsafe.com. I'm your host, Dr. Todd Curtis. In the following interview from WTOP Radio in Washington, D.C. on November 16, 2010, I discuss why the new TSA procedures using full-body scanners and enhanced pat-downs are less effective than should have been, in part because the changes were made without consulting pilots, passengers, and others who would be affected by the security procedures. You've heard about people getting angry over the new airport security measures just ahead of the busy holiday travel season. Now some pilots are joining in, including Sully Sullenberger. You remember Sully Sullenberger, the pilot who safely landed a U.S. Airways jet on the Hudson River last year. When it comes to airport security screenings, he says there needs to be acknowledgement that pilots are trusted partners. Many of us are, are former uh, military officers who formerly had top secret clearances. Yeah, we've been thoroughly screened and vetted throughout our careers, and we continue to be. We're, the, we're among the most scrutinized professional groups in the country. It's not an efficient use of resources to put pilots through screenings, according to Sullenberger. April Williams, CNN. More live tonight on WTOP with Dr. Todd Curtis of airsafe.com. Thank you for coming back on. We appreciate it. Well, thanks for having me. Do you think Sully and the other pilots are right? I think Sully is absolutely correct, not just for pilots, but for large groups of uh, people who fly. The fact of the matter is, the procedures that have been set up with the scanners and the body pat-downs are there to find objects, not to find people who have evil intent. And because you have a system where you have indiscriminate uh, searching of people. You're going to have a uh, reaction from the public and I think a lack of effectiveness of the system. Now we're told these security policies have been developed over months and years. Do you think flying professionals and all of us who travel should have been more closely consulted about them? I absolutely agree because although these were developed over months and years, they were developed largely with some groups, some stakeholders in the process left out of the process. Unlike the case with aviation safety, where there is a fairly formalized process where the public is involved with major changes in regulation, a lot of these things happen out of the public view and are sprung upon us all of a sudden. I want to take sort of a devil's advocate view here. What can I, as a regular Joe who's flying, uh, consult with the, the professionals about? I mean, all I want to do is get through the line as quickly as possible so I don't miss my flight. I don't have any special knowledge about... Uh, what what needs to go into uh, making sure nobody's bringing a bomb on board, let's say? Well, when it comes to security matters and safety matters such as bombs and bomb detection, the average person doesn't. But when it comes to common sense things such as what's a reasonable procedure to use when it comes to young children, it's, it's just shocking to me and to most people that until a couple of days ago, the TSA had a policy of doing bodily pat-downs of small children. Just recently they said, you know, we've thought about it, we've had some reaction, we're going to change it. 13 years old and up, we'll do pat-downs. 12 and under, we won't. Well, is that really safe? What will you do for the small children? I mean, a terrorist might uh, hear that and decide, okay, let's plant something on a kid. Well, there's another reality that we all have to face. That is, no matter what system we have in place, no matter how secure that system is, no matter how many guards we have on the ground or in the air, if someone or a group of people are really, really determined to do something, bring an object on board, bring a bomb on board, what have you, they'll do it. And there has to be a balance struck between a reasonable efforts to prevent those things from happening and facing the reality that we can never be absolutely 100% perfect with everything. 
Well, from what what reading you've done, the people you've consulted, uh, your specialty there, uh, aviation safety and and this kind of uh, security screening, how should TSA be screening us? And is your model far different from what we're seeing at the airport tonight? Well, I actually am in agreement with the tools that they're using, including the body scanner. The tools themselves aren't the problem. What is the problem is the procedures that are used in order to implement those tools. For example, the screening uh, technology they have now is not in every airport, nor is it in every uh, lane, every passenger lane at every airport. So by design, by, by reality, they have to have some sort of risk management where they're not going to screen everyone all the time. Well, that said, how much are you going to rely on technology and how much will you rely on, for example, intelligence gathering? That is, going after people who have uh, a profile from their actions and their behavior that says that they might be suspicious, rather than saying, gosh, we'll just do everyone on this flight regardless. Dr. Curtis, thank you. Well, thanks for having me. For more information on security issues, please visit tsa.airsafe.org. That's tsa.airsafe.org. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.